Welcome to the Real Live Faith Podcast. I'm Shelby. And I'm Janice. Life is a parable. All of creation points to God the Creator. We're going to be talking about how we see this in action in our everyday lives and how we use our good days and our mess-ups to grow in our relationship with the Lord. We don't know in what season of life you find yourself currently, but let this be a season of new life and growth. Join us as we talk about having real faith in real life. God's Word is so important for the lost and the saved. It's powerful to save and it's capable for penetrating the hardest of hearts. It's substantial. It's enough. It doesn't need to be added to or improved by changing or removing words. God's Word gets right to the root of sin and convicts us when we're not living our life in accordance with the Bible. Romans 10.17 even says that faith comes from hearing and hearing through the Word of Christ. Sometimes, as believers, we get lazy in our reading of God's Word. We know we should read it. We're told we should read it. But we don't really make it a priority. Or we just settle for something inferior, like an uplifting post on Facebook or Instagram. Maybe we're regularly spending time in God's Word, so it's not really an issue for us. However, we're not letting it get down in the deep places of our heart and our soul. And so instead, we're reading it with a motive or an agenda or for somebody else. You know, you've sat in service before and the pastor will say something and you you nudge your friend or you nudge your spouse and you say, oh man, so-and-so should have been here to hear that. You know, or we read the Bible for surface content and just something to ease our feelings and emotional turbulence. It's almost like we're reading it with our fingers and our ears, unable to hear the conviction or teaching that needs to be heard. So don't discount God's word by using it as a checklist. And don't misuse God's word by using it as a justification tool. We often apply zero value or limited value to God's word and sometimes regard it as just an old history book with boring and ancient stories of people we never met and things we don't really care to know about. That's a sad reality for so many, and it's a shame when we get distracted and either treat our Bible reading as a checklist so that it becomes mundane and routine, or we discount its benefit to our life and reduce the reading of it to oh, just a waste of time or something we'll get around to doing later. Romans 15 verse 4 says, For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. So that verse is saying that what was written long ago is still meaningful and applicable and impactful to us today. We can still learn from it. So as we are reading through God's word, we should never look at it, like you said earlier, you know, as an old history book, because this verse is saying that we can still be encouraged and have hope with what we're reading even today. Reading God's word is never a waste of time. The Bible is alive and active, Hebrews 4.12 says, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing the soul and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So when we ignore God's word, we become prone to the temptation of many sins. We grow cold in our faith and complacent in our walk with the Lord. The fire of the Holy Spirit inside of us diminishes and we begin to blend in more with the world. We're open to the attacks of the enemy and we're unable to defend ourselves because we forsake the Bible and become weak, just like a helpless animal. 
1 Corinthians 3.11 tells us why it's so important to not neglect the reading of God's word. It says, for no one can lay a foundation other than the one which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. We need that strong foundation so that we can endure through this life. That foundation is Christ and God's word. We should build our life on nothing less. When we don't have the strong foundation of Christ and his word in our life, we're easily swept away into the sea of our culture and the ways of the lost. We become easily confused and forget the truth. Psalm 119 verse 130 says, The unfolding of your words gives light. It imparts understanding to the simple. Once that foundation is built, you know, once we have salvation in Christ, we need to build upon it. We need to be maturing in Christ. The way that we grow up in our salvation is by reading God's word, but also applying it to our life. I mean, what good does it do to just be saved and then wait for heaven? That's not how God intended our life to be. That's not what he intended salvation to be. Why would we receive a gift and then just set it upon a shelf or put it in a cabinet? But that's what we're doing, in essence, with our salvation. When we live each day as believers and yet ignore God's word or never read it. So as believers, we should be craving his word to hear it and share it and proclaim its truth. We should desire to learn more about Christ who he is, what he's done, and what his plans and desires are for our lives. God's word provides the encouragement we need to endure trials that come up, and it provides the counsel, guidance, and wisdom we need for the decisions that we face in our life. The Bible shows us God's power, his promises, and his commands of which we need to be reminded. And there are so many of his promises recorded for us. So important that we go and review those and his commands, because how else are we to know what we're to do? Psalm chapter 1 opens with a description of what is called the blessed man, or we could say the blessed woman, you know, just the blessed person in general. And so how is this blessed person described? Well, Psalm 1 verses 1 through 3 says that this person delights in the law of the Lord, and in God's law, this person meditates day and night. Therefore, this person is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The Bible nourishes us. It helps us to grow just like a baby grows into an adult. The Bible is the water we thirst for. It's the bread that gives us life. So we need to move beyond comfortable, casual Christianity. I think many of us are spiritually weak and we feel defeated because we've neglected that power and strength that's found in God's word. And that power and strength in his word is manifested when we apply it to our life. And that's the hard part is applying God's word to our life. I think a lot of us get hung up on not being able to master step one, which is reading God's word. Yeah, so if we were to ask you, why don't you read God's word regularly, how would you respond? Would it be that you just don't understand it? Or is it kind of boring? Are you not really much of a reader? Or is it really just hard to sit still long enough to concentrate on what you're reading? Or is it that you're so busy and can't seem to find time to devote to it? That's a good list. I think many of us could relate to several of those. But also we should consider maybe the time that we spend on social media or the time that we spend distracted online. And it could even be good things. You know, you could be reading a blog post or listening to a podcast 
but those things aren't meant to be substitute for reading the word of God. That's That comes first. We shouldn't be filling that time with other things like supplements or devotionals or, you know, hearty, good conversation with somebody. There's a, a specific requirement that God has for us for reading his word every day. That's right. And if we have made time for those things, then we have no excuse. We should be making time for God's word. But I think sometimes we make time for what we want to do and not necessarily what we should be doing or need to be doing. And if we're honest, we can all admit the difficulty we've had in trying to make an established reading time or a quiet time in God's word. You know, both of us have had trouble with that at some point in our lives too. No one's going to argue that that's difficult. And the reason it's hard to dedicate the time to reading God's word is because our flesh doesn't want to. But as saved people, our spirits do want to read the word of God. Our spirit desires those things of the Lord and to grow in the knowledge of God. So which one should we favor? The flesh, which has a sinful nature and a wayward heart, or the spirit that will live on into eternity? By taking the time to let the scriptures minister to your soul, you're caring for the most important part of yourself, and you'll reap the benefits for eternity. So start today. Pick a book, a story, or a passage that you're interested in and start reading. If you need help understanding, staying motivated, or remembering what you read, pick up a guided study to pair with your reading, or join a study group with other ladies, and check in on an accountability partner at a set time. There's countless tools available to us to help us be hungry for God's word and teach us how to use it to nourish our souls. We have no excuse for not reading his word. All we have to do is start somewhere. So pick it up and get started. If you have not placed your faith in Christ, why wait? Seek him and call on his name for salvation. Confess that you are a sinner and repent of your sin. Surrender to Jesus today and place your trust in him as Savior and Lord of your life. Thanks for listening to the Real Life Faith Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share us with others so they too can learn about living out real faith in real life. You can check out our blog and shop at reallifefaith.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Gab Social. Don't forget to sign up for our emails to receive exclusive subscriber content. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.